Thank you. Good morning, church. It's good to see you guys all again. Um, hope everyone's had a good summer. I know I've had a quite the interesting summer myself. Um, God has actually walked me through many opportunities throughout the summer. And for many of you, I can share with you part of my summer, um, but mostly I will focus on how I got to my summer, which will start with my life. Um, I guess we've all been sharing our stories throughout the month of August, and I guess it's my turn to share with you guys my story. Um, As you can see in James 1, if you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself and walk away without doing anything, it's really like God talking to you and you ignoring God. That's basically my life until when I decided to actually follow God. Um, My freshman year of high school is when I actually decided to devote into ministry. Um, But first, let's start with how I began. Um, My mom and I moved to Florida when I was very little. Um, I lived with my mom, and my dad wasn't in the photo until roughly four years after we moved to the States. I got to see my dad once or twice a year mostly during winter break or a short time during the summer. So my relationship with my dad wasn't very developed, as most of you remember when I talked to you guys about him my last sermon. Um, so it was a very long road until my dad and I have had our relationship. Um, but yeah, so my summer has been challenging, and I've got to understand why I'm where I am, and God has definitely shown what I am going to do throughout my life. Um, first, I had the opportunity to travel back to Honduras for a couple of days. Um, particularly, um, we focused on building a school for the kids there. I went with a nonprofit organization, so there was no faith base, no prayer meetings, no discussion about how God is challenging you. It was a very interesting dynamic, um, one that I've never experienced. I've always gone on mission trips, so to go on a trip where God was not the foundation was an interesting one, but it also made me grow closer to God in a sense because we weren't always talking about God. I was always thinking about God and how God is still working in Honduras even though our trip wasn't mission-based. So that was one part. And then I got the opportunity to go up to Vermont at I Feel Falls for two weeks. Um, It's a camp. It's a um, non-denomination. And it was really cool to see a camp in a different style that I'm used to. Um, I don't know if you guys know I Feel Falls, but it's a camp for two weeks, um, but the parents are there. So it's really hard being a leader when there's parents around. because the parents want to also be leaders. So you kind of got to like balance it. And so it was pretty cool to see that dynamic because the kids got to be vulnerable with the leaders as well as with their parents. So it was a pretty cool dynamic. Um, I definitely grew from there. God is definitely working up in Vermont, um, challenging all the people there. It's a very small town. It's a very small community. So it was really cool to see that. the two dynamics that I got to experience across the ocean and up to Vermont. So it was cool. So that was my summer. It's pretty challenging just to like meet new people. So that was my summer. I hope you guys had cool summers like mine. Um, (laughs) 
traveling. Um, but yeah, so my story slowly begins, just like my summer. Um, I moved to the States with my mom. My dad went up to New York City. So I grew up with your typical single mom in Miami, Florida, which means my mom and I went to the beach all the time. And so it was a cool some, uh, life there. Um, I would like to call myself the materialistic cata back when I lived in Florida. My mom worked all day and I went to school all day and we got to meet at night. And every weekend my mom would take me up to Disney World. So <laughs> I got to do a lot of stuff like visit Disney and go to the beach every weekend. So my life was nowhere near growing with God because I had what every little kid wanted was Disney World and the beach. So so why, why would God be in the picture, right? Um, well, throughout that, um, God challenged me a lot, you know. Um, growing with a single mom who was very devoted to work and coming in really late was kind of hard to see your mom working hard but not having that time to experience. She had me when she was very young, 23, so she didn't really get to live the young adult life. Um, So during the night, she would come home and want to go out with her friends. So I would have to be at home by myself sometimes or with a babysitter. So God really challenged me to become my own person through those growing years in Miami. And it wasn't until my mom decided to take me into the first communion classes. So many of you know that the Catholic faith, in order to become fully in the faith, you have to do baptism, go to communion, and then do your confirmation. Well, my mom said, hey, we are Catholic. Let's put you in first communion classes. So my mom and I had no religion, like no faith, no like ritual. We didn't go to like church any Sunday, like it was just really weird for me to go to a first communion class because my mom and I never went to church. For me, I thought my mom was just trying to get a free Sunday when I was at first communion class, but really I understood her point of view. She wanted to give me a good moral foundation. So for a year, I went to first communion class and I got to see the side that I never got to see, which was with God and growing. And although I thought it was a little uncomfortable talking about my faith with the pastor, I just, I got to be comfortable in the fact that God was real and that God wanted a relationship with me. And so slowly I got to be more aware of who God was and where God wanted me to be. So when my mom moved me to New York City and she moved to San Diego without telling me, my faith kind of hit rock bottom. I couldn't believe that my mom would send me to New York with my dad who I never hung out with and she moved across the country. It was a pretty challenging time. I was 13, so trying to figure out my purpose in life with a young teenager was kind of hard for me. My dad wasn't really there for me for those times that I lived in Florida. So when I began to live with him and he gave me structures, rules, and curfew, I thought he was a military guy and I couldn't handle it. So for me, I put up walls, closed up doors, and I didn't let him into my life because I couldn't live with someone that wanted to rule over me because my mom just let me be myself. Um, But slowly I realized that my dad was trying to give me a foundation, a moral basis of how he wanted me to be. And slowly I realized that that's what God wanted me to do. God wanted me to grow closer to my dad, see what a great man of God he was. And even though my mom was very far away, 
I slowly began to realize that God was challenging me to forgive her and to move forward and allow our relationship to grow. For the year and a half that I lived with my dad, I never talked to my mom. I kind of shut her out. I couldn't believe that she would like ship me to my dad who I never lived with. Um, so it was a year and a half of battling with that, um, trying to figure out why my mom would let me go without really explaining anything to me. Slowly I realized that God was challenging her too, to be a mom. Um, when I was growing up, I said that I was the mom of the relationship and that she was my daughter. Um, so it's funny how roles change. Slowly I realized that I had to forgive my mom. So I moved to San Diego to grow again in that relationship. My dad actually was the one that gave me the opportunity. He wanted me to forgive my mom because he didn't want me to live without a mom. So, so I realized that my mom wasn't at fault what she was doing. She was really just trying to make a better life for herself as though it hurt me, but she and I talked. And um, till this day, I'm still in that process of forgiving my mom. Um, I've grown to love her and care for her um, as my mom, but my relationship is more focused with my dad. Um, he's my hero, my backbone, my best friend. And really, my dad has shown me that through the challenges, God is always holding your hand. If, I, if we read James 21-22, um, we realize that if we don't listen to what the Word of God says, we really are missing the point. So my, throughout the reading of the passage, what really struck out to me was 22 through 27, which really focuses on how God is calling us to be. Um, throughout my life, I ignored God, as I already told you. And when I moved to San Diego, I had prayed for God to open my eyes and lead me to where he wanted me to go. And slowly I found out about youth group at San Diego First Church of the Nazarene, um, which was down the street. The minute I walked into youth group, my life kind of changed. God kind of took over, and I kind of let go of all the walls that I had put up. So really, my ministry didn't start until I stepped foot into the youth group. Um, my eyes were open. My heart allowed God to shape me to be the person he wants me to be. Um, James 25 says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives forgiveness and continues into it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Really, that verse struck out to me because I didn't really listen to God until I went into youth group, until I let all those walls that I had put come down, until I started sharing my testimony at youth group every other month, because that's how my youth pastor wanted us to grow. Um, so really, I told my testimony over a hundred times during my freshman year of high school, because that's when... That's what my pastor wanted me to do. He wanted us to grow into our story. Um, so my testimony has changed a lot. Um, it went from me hating my mom to me slowly saying, I forgive my mom and I will not change anything that I have gone through. Um, Till now where I say I love my mom and <laughs> I forgive her and my relationship with her is still growing. Um, so. Verse 25 is really how I want to shape my life. I want to listen to what God wants to wants me to do. Um, so basically, 
that is like what my growing years have been. Um, God really has shaped me to become the person that I am with ministry. Um, I can't express to you how thankful I am that I've gone through all those challenges just because I get to see the world in a very different perspective. I get to see the world as our field of ministry that God wants us to go through. He doesn't want us to fix it because I've always wanted to fix my mom, but I've known that I can't fix her. I have to accept her for who she is, and I have to allow her to grow into the person that she is. Just like my dad has allowed me to become the person that I am, he's always held my hand and loved me no matter what. Um, just like God, my dad really loves and cares for me, and no matter all the things I've gone through, my dad will never let me go, because to me, my challenges are bad, but to my dad, my challenges are a growing period. Um, in a way, my dad is James 125. My stay, my story is that one time, you can make a mistake and then dwell on it, or you can make that mistake and move forward. So with that, my story is one that can go on for a very, very long time, as well as everyone in this room. Um, nobody's story is perfect. Nobody's story is broken. Everybody has a unique story, um, and you have heard it throughout the month of August. And I hope that you guys take my story and realize that I've changed a lot. I've changed my story many times. Um, but it's growing and it's changing and it's becoming the story that God wants everyone to hear as well as your stories. Um, the parts that I've changed the most is the ones that I have forgiven. I've forgiven my mom. I've forgiven my dad for the times that he was very rude and bossy. Um, and I've forgiven myself for the times that I let God walk by and not hold on to him. So in many ways, I love my parents. <laughs> through the challenges that they've made me gone. I wouldn't be here without them. And God has always held my hand, even though I've never really listened when I was little. Um, but thank you for listening to my story. Um, and I'm very glad to be back. Um, so let's pray. Dear God, thank you so 